Welcome back, guys. It's Alexis and Samantha of An Extra Dose podcast, and we are back today with another episode for you guys. And in case you guys are new listeners, we just wanted to give a little intro. We are the bloggers behind a doubledose.com, and we are identical twins, obviously, a double dose. In, in case, case you didn't, we just said it, of course. <laughs> in case you didn't, at the catch same that. time. And obviously, this is our podcast, An Extra Dose. If you guys haven't been on our blog or our Instagram pages, we post a lot of fashion some lifestyle stuff, some travel, and some fitness stuff when we have time. <laughs> we All those parts, all this stuff is part of our actual lifestyle, so we love sharing with you guys, we love interacting with you guys, and in case you guys are one of those people that's surprised that we answer our DMs, because I get so many people answering, like, or responding to me when I answer them, like, oh my god, I can't believe you were answered, and I'm like, of course, this is the whole reason we love doing the podcast, is because we get to talk to you guys, and we feel like we get to interact, and... We're going to hope to do some more YouTube videos. Well, not some more. Start our YouTube um, kind of over the next few weeks. It's a big task for us because we feel it's definitely going out of your comfort zone. But we like the interaction more than anything with social media. And we just want to be able to do that more with you guys. So kind of going on that topic, we wanted to go into this past weekend. And if you guys do follow us on Instagram or if you don't, we're going to kind of talk about where we were and we had such a great time. We were in Riviera Maya, staying at El Dorado um, Resort, and we actually stayed there a couple months back in the spring. We stayed at El Dorado Royale, which there's three resorts in one. If you guys haven't heard of them, they're a um, all-inclusive resort in, well, you fly into Cancun, and you obviously drive to Riviera Maya. It's near Playa del Carmen, and it's three. It's actually th- three resorts in one. So there's El Dorado Royale, El Dorado Casitas and El Dorado Generations and the Generations is where we stayed this past time and that's also all inclusive they're all I mean they're all attached to the same in one resort basically but it's three in one and the Generations is is um, not adult only it's kids but we really didn't see too many kids there we, well, were we there. also went when school is pretty much back yeah. in session we were there from Thursday to Sunday and what we were there for was it was called Taste of Charisma because Charisma is the group that owns El Dorado. The They're like, group. they own a ton of hotels. Yeah, so they manage, or they own whatever, this group of hotels that we were at, and we were there with a bunch of other influencers, so they had a bunch of influencers um, from all different platforms, a lot of YouTubers, some people on Instagram, and just people that post all different stuff, fitness, food, travel, fashion, and just like funny stuff music. on YouTube. Yeah, music. So it was really, we didn't really know what to expect because normally when we go on these kind of trips, it's just Samantha and I or it's just the two of us. And um, so this was a different kind of experience for us. And we really we were kind of exhausted with traveling, but we're like, no, we can't miss this opportunity. It'll be really fun. Or we can't, like, I mean, obviously, I feel like I regret if we don't go, no matter how tired we are. So we went and ended up being so fun. Like, literally, we had the best time. And... Both times we've gone on group trips, I was kind of like, I don't know how they're going to go. I'm sure you felt the same way. I feel like we're a little I mean, we're definitely not shy anymore. We're very shy or little. But I think as we've gotten older, especially doing what we do, we're, like, way less shy. But we still can... We're both yawning. <laughs> we both can still be very introverted where, like, probably if you're a twin and you're listening, you kind of have each other and you're like, okay, like, I don't really need other people. Not that I don't want to be social. Like, I love having girl time with my friends, but 
I'm like the kind of person like I can just get really caught up with work and like used to being on myself so I'm okay with that and then it kind of gives me a little bit of anxiety like going into like group settings if I don't know anyone I'm just like I don't really know what to expect but there's never really been a time that I like hated going yeah so. it always turns out to be super fun but when we were, so we were there, we were with other influencers, and we didn't have, like, a ton of, like, stuff on the itinerary, and I was like, okay, we'll have a lot of free time, but it ended up being, like, almost no free time, which is fun. Like, we've already been in that resort before, and we honestly had, we got to meet so many cool people, and I'm glad that it turned out the way that it was, that we weren't, that we were super busy, because they had so many fun, we got to do so many fun things. So, like, we got there on Thursday, and we flew Spirit Airlines, which... <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys have Nothing flown them against before. Spirit. No, because I, I don't want to bash yeah. them. I don't know if any of you guys have flown them before. I honestly, like, I had seen so many bad reviews, so I think I was kind of, like, I was kind of nervous about it. But we flew it. It was definitely, um, I mean, it's, if you guys don't know, it's, like, a less expensive airline. And But I don't really think it's being that less expensive because for the reason that they nickel and dive you for everything. So, like, you don't the – air, the fare is less, but then they charge you for, like, drinks and – Carry-on bags. Yeah, and all this stuff. They nickel and dive you a little for everything. And the seats were probably not the most comfortable seats I've sat on an airplane. I mean – And we're small. And I don't – My knees yeah. are, like, almost I don't even chair. fly – I never fly first class or anything, but just the economy, like, the seats were definitely – my neck was hurting. I mean, I'm not trying to complain, but – if you are on the fence about it, I mean, it was me. I'd probably invest more money for another airline, but it's not horrible. I just was, like, a little concerned about it. It could have been a little more comfy, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But anyway, so we flew in Thursday, and we got there. By the time we got to the resort and everything, it was, like, almost time for the event. And we had, like, a barbecue outside the first night with a bunch of the influencers and the guests that they brought. And it was really fun because they had a super cute setup, like, I mean, tons of, like, amazing food, but they had this really cute sign, and they had these blue margaritas, and they had this guy named D Sharp on Instagram. He plays, like, all these remixes, like, with this song with his violin, and it's so cool. Like, it was amazing. I didn't know who he was before, but it was just really cool to see, like, the, the music was amazing. So we heard that, and then we had this really good barbecue, and we got to meet all these different influencers at that event. But there were so many, we didn't get to meet everyone the first day. And then Friday, what, what did we do Friday? Oh, Friday we did that team activity. Oh, yeah. So Friday, obviously, we worked out and did all that, and there was a team activity at, I think, at 1030 in the morning. And it said on the list, like, oh, it'll be like an hour and a half. And I, I was like, okay, so we'll have the rest of the afternoon to do whatever you want. No, no, no. It was, like, it was, ended up being super fun, but basically we had to each break up into groups, and we had to come up with, like, four different shots of uh, kind of, they had different themes for the resort, and kind of collaborate together to come up with, like, a really cute shot showing that theme for the resort. So some of them were, like, uh, Mexican. Well, it was Mexican It was Mexican Independence Day, but so I think one of them had to do with, like, Mexican culture. The other one was, like, all-inclusive knit or, like, the gourmet-inclusive for the resort. And then there was, like, a wild card. There was, like, one other one. I don't know. So we ended up doing – so we – Inclusive. Okay, this is Whatever. So we had four things to cover. And we all – obviously, everyone comes from different backgrounds. So a lot of people were YouTubers, like we said. Some people do Instagram like us. Some people are, like, more creative and just do, like – they're like freelancers or so everyone like a different background so it was really fun to like team up and we were with Samantha and I were in a team with two other girls that were really sweet 
And one of them is um, she has a YouTube channel and then she has her Instagram page too. Her name's Fashion by Allie. And then we were with another girl that does a lot of freelancers and uh, freelance writing. And she, it was really cool to talk to her because she did, she just, she did a different aspect of like we do. She travels a lot and so she does a lot of freelance writing for that and she used to have a blog. So it was just cool to hear everyone's background. So we were in a group together and we, since we're all girls, we kind of turned to like a little girls getaway. And the video is actually on my Instagram TV if you guys want to see it. But it was super fun to work together on that. And just like we were scrambling with like the props that we had with us, like that we packed with us. And we all packed pretty well. We all wore like these flowy maxi dresses. And it was just super fun. It took us a couple hours. And then Allie's um, boyfriend helped us shoot some of the stuff. And she put the video together and it was super cute. I mean, you never know that it just, we just did it like in five minutes, like, or not five minutes, but it was, I don't know, it was really fun to do. And the other people's videos were so cute and so funny too. If you go to hash, if you go to the hashtag Taste of Charisma, you can see some other people's videos. But <laughs> um, it was super fun. And we all got to work together on it too. So, like I said, it was just a fun way to collaborate and see everyone's different strengths and just play on that so and then for that we got a win so we were up for when we did it we were like competing for different prizes so like one of us won like a trip back to the resort we won like stuff to the spa or like wine bottles or tequila so we all had like a little incentive but I think it was just overall it was just fun to work together on that and so I don't know if you guys want to check out you know what we did you can look into those hashtags and it was just a super fun weekend we got to meet so many cool youtubers and other people and it really we left really feeling really inspired and um oh i didn't even talk what we did so saturday <laughs> friday we did that and then friday night there was like a dinner and then saturday we all broke out into different activities so like different excursions so there were different ones but we chose to do the catamaran and the snorkeling and which was so fun we had to get it kind of early, so I was like, oh, I was dreading it. But and the water was amazing. We drove out to... Um, Playa del Carmen. Playa del Carmen. What was it called? We are at Maroma. Maroma Adventures. Adventures. And what we got to do there, so we got on the boat, but other people did, like, um, ATVs or, Camel. like, camels. And then, what was the other one? Oh, like, jet skis. Yeah. And then we did the... Yeah, so ours, the water was amazing. It was really relaxing. We did snorkel, which was so cool. We didn't bring our GoPro, but the fish were so cool. We saw, like, octopus and... A lot of big fish. Yeah, some, like, other fish, starfish and stuff like that. So it was super fun. If you go there, I highly recommend going and doing something there. And then and then Saturday night, we went... It was Mexican Independence Day, so we had this... We went to the this, the Fives Resort, which is also in Playa del Carmen, and we, we got to, like, go to this huge celebration, and it was just super fun. We got to eat a lot of good Mexican food. <laughs> and um, it, and then we saw fireworks. It was really fun. Then Sunday we left, but it was such a fun trip. If you guys haven't been to Riviera Maya, you should definitely check it out. It's a really, I mean, we felt safe. A lot of people were asking me about the safe. We don't safe. leave the property, though. I'll make that clear. We leave. Once we check into all-inclusive, we normally don't leave, especially with my sister and I. We stay there, like, until we leave to go to the airport. All of our transportation's arranged. We don't take cabs anywhere. We don't leave the property and go out somewhere by ourselves. So that's what we do. We don't drink a lot, so we feel safe. But I think if those other things that I brought up, if you're not doing those things, I mean, there's always risk involved no matter what you do. Yeah, so we actually, so we, like I said, we met a lot of influencers there, and 
one of them, we ended up getting, we were talking about relationships and whatever, like the common topic. And we were talking, we ended up talking about kind of like what we were talking about relationship. We ended up talking about the female and male energy. And we both had kind of heard about it before and, but I'd kind of read something about it, but I didn't really know. I mean, kind of like forgot about it. But it was really interesting. We wanted to share with you guys because I feel like a lot of people can relate to this or maybe you've heard about it before and it's kind of like a summary to you. But we ended up getting this topic because every, obviously all the women there are like very entrepreneurial style and very driven. Obviously, if you have your own business or even if you don't, some people, a lot of people, I feel like in this, like the millennials are very driven and focused like that. And so it's interesting, like, what happens in relationships. I mean, we've all been, we've both been through several relationships. And it's interesting now looking back, like, I can kind of see what's happening. I mean, that wasn't the, the rise or fall of the relationship, but it kind of definitely plays into it, like, the male and female energy. So, obviously, everyone has, I mean, obviously, everyone's, you can be male or female, but your characteristics, like, the energy can be, you can be either one or both, a mix of both. Well, from what I've heard or what we've researched, we're not experts on this. I just kind of did a little bit of reading on it. But basically, especially if you're like an entrepreneurial style female or you are just have a personality, you have more male uh, energy and masculine energy. And so you need to like, I mean, you don't have to like be, change yourself, but in a relationship, you kind of have to, I don't know not back down but just kind of like there needs to be a balance in the relationship of male and female energy like if if like let's say Samantha and I if we're too of too much masculine energy it can kind of like affect the relationship and you and <laughs> let me say it does huh it kind of does yeah in our marriage yeah in our marriage together but it was really that topic when like Alexis said when we heard about it we're like oh this could be interesting to other people like you guys listening because it was really interesting to me we ended up talking for like an hour or two about it with these two other women and it was I mean it was funny and they were like sharing their experiences with their husbands and or boyfriends and we were like oh yeah like that makes sense oh my god excuse me please hurry over here and it's like 5 it's like 6pm but so I did some reading and I was like I want to share with you guys and stuff, and it was like very relatable to me. So they're saying when women ha- have more masculine energy when dating, some of the examples are when you have to make every decision. Which I'm not like for me no. personally. I'm I'm very indecisive. I don't like to make every decision. I kind of want the guy to do that, but I I know people that can be kind of. I mean, I can be control free with certain things, but I can think of girls that are like that have that characteristic. And then it's kind of like before we go into the examples, it's kind of like when they say that she wears the pants in the relationship. It's like kind of those characteristics. Yes. And then not being receptive to a man when he's offering assistance. I'm like, I am so guilty of this. I'm trying to be better. I've I've been better about it recently. But normally, like, no, I can just do it myself. And there's, I think there's like a fine line between being independent and then also like letting the guy take charge and letting the guy feel like he's needed and helped. Because I think guys just by nature they want to feel like they're needed and they want to be like the strong figure the masculine energy that's like helping you with something or helping you with the task but there's part of me that's like I don't need a guy to do this for me I was raised to be like independent and to do stuff for myself and not wait for someone to help me but I think there needs to be like a balance sometimes you kind of have to just pretend like maybe you you can do it yourself but you're gonna ask them and I think we've both gotten better about that as we've gotten older but I mean for a while I mean I just you know, we weren't dating anybody, so we would just, like, do it ourselves. So that's something that I think, like, everyone can kind of work on. And then always needing to be right and insisting that her partner sees things her way. 
I think, and, and it says never being the, being the one to apologize first is a clear indicator of this. I think, again, it's like another one of those things. I don't think you always need to be right, and I'm, like, so guilty of this, especially with Samantha and I. I can be, I'm, like, have a hard time. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm, like, and I don't do this in relationships, but with her and I, I think just because we have a different bond, I'm, like, no. You, I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm, like, I have a hard time admitting when I'm wrong, and I think I've gotten a little better about it, but I can be kind of rigid when it comes to that, and I think it's important to be aware of that, especially in a relationship, because... I think everyone, you know, you don't have to always be wrong either. You don't have to always be apologizing. But I think there's, again, there needs to be a balance like everything else. And then they said also always being the initiator. I think this is also something, like, I've seen in all the relationships I've been in. There's always one person that kind of does both. But it's good to have a balance because you don't ever want someone thinking that they always have to reach out or, like, even, like, with that something, like, silly is, like, texting someone every morning. You want to make it, you want to make it kind of like a balance. I mean, not every day you have to switch off, but, like, kind of, you know, have you know take turns and feel like you care I mean you probably do care but you're probably not something that you're like subconsciously thinking about um and then being guarded in your behavior being afraid to be vulnerable let someone in I think that's definitely a masculine more masculine trait and again like the males can have these traits and be more feminine I mean yeah be more feminine but those are just things that like they're saying that women when they have more masculine energy they tend to do and then like if on the opposite side, if men have more feminine energy, which I don't think experience in some relationships I've been in, and I couldn't figure out, like, why it was annoying me so much. There's nothing wrong with being emotional and all that stuff, but then sometimes you want them to be the more masculine energy of the relationship and be, like, you know, act like a... Be a man. Yeah, I mean, literally, be a man. So, like, some of the examples of that are being afraid to initiate physical interaction or hesitate moving the relationship forward. I mean, I, like, again, all these things can have, like, a balance. Like, all these things can have, I can see both sides. But I do think, like, when you're in a relationship, I kind of, I think we all kind of subconsciously expect the man to take charge, especially with the physical interaction. I I mean, I do. I'm not going to make the first move. And, I mean, I don't think about, like, reaching out, but definitely, like, physically. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And, like, moving forward with relationships, like, things like I love you. I think those are, like... I think a girl can definitely say it, but I miss, like, me. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like that is more masculine energy to say it yeah. first. And there's something wrong with that. I just think for me. Like, I think there's certain times it's okay to take initiative. Like, you want to ask for a guy's number. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Or you want to tell them, like, how much you care about yeah. them. Like, when you're early in a relationship, you want to say how much you care. I just don't know about, like, the bigger things. Like, proposing. There's definitely women that do it. But I'm just like, I don't think that I would do it myself. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Apologizing needlessly for thing needlessly for things that don't merit an apology. Again, that's definitely something I've experienced, and it really drives me nuts. Again, but I think it's enlightening. That's why we're sharing these. It might sound kind of boring, you guys, but it's kind of like I feel like if you guys listen to these, you might have some like aha light, moments. Yeah, like a light bulb goes off, and I'm like, wow, okay. Because I know, like, thinking, I mean, between both of us, our relationships, like, there's certain things that the guys would just do that would literally just bug the and I'm crap like, out I'm of like, me. I'm like, he didn't do anything wrong, and I'm like, why is it annoying me so much? Or even if it, people I didn't date long term just like go on dates with, I'm like, God, they annoy me yeah. so much. But it's like now that I'm seeing these things, I'm like, this is why. Well. Apologizing, apologizing needlessly is something I experienced, and again, it's good that they can stay, they can apologize for things they're doing. But I don't want someone saying I'm sorry, literally sorry, like it was like a filler word. Like you don't need to apologize for everything. Like just be who you are. You don't need to apologize for who you are. So I think it's just it's like something I experienced, and then 
not making decisions. Again, I'm like super, this is definitely a feminine characteristic. I'm super indecisive. But when a guy will not just make a decision, I'm like, you need to make the plan. You need to make a decision. Again, when you're dating someone a long I mean, time. There's a difference if they're like, oh, I want you to decide. Yeah, like not giving like, you the opportunity. Oh, yeah. Giving you the opportunity to, to say what your opinion or like say, you know, if you want to go somewhere. But if you're like, oh, I don't know, not like I want someone to make a decision, especially for early on. Like, we're not going to be in limbo trying to figure it out. That's not going to work. And then doing whatever it takes to appease the woman, regardless of his own desires. I think, again, like, you need, in a relationship, there's balance. You have to do stuff for someone that maybe you would do on your own. And you probably, you might want to because you like that person a lot. But if you're constantly, you're not going to, like, say your opinion. You're going to constantly do stuff for them, even though you don't, like, every time. You don't want to, like, suggest something or, like, have a balance of doing stuff for each other. Then I don't think that's really going to work. Like, I don't, that would bother me. I don't know about everyone else, but um, expressing a lot of emotions. Again, this is another one that could go either way. I think I don't really believe in that. No, one. I think I think it depends. Like I think, well, no, actually, I don't really believe that at all. <laughs> I, only, I mean, I think it could, they can all go either way. But it was kind of enlightening to me because I think at the end of the day, something I find interesting is that I think in our society, like I remember being in college and taking some speech classes or like for business, and everyone's telling you like be masculine like don't be so like feminine. in the business world especially. yeah business world like stand up for yourself like be be like strong like make decisions be assertive and then when you get into relationships they're like wait a minute you shouldn't be like that so I think the whole thing is like everything else everything in moderation but if you find yourself like I did when we were talking about that energy like I I wouldn't say myself I I wouldn't say oh I'm masculine at all I'd be like oh no I'm like so girly I'm like I don't make decisions all these things but I think everyone has you're stronger on one thing and I think just because like we were talking to these women a couple days ago they're like well you own your own business you work for yourself you're type a you're all these things that's like very masculine energy and some of these things I'm not gonna lie when I googled it I definitely have this energy so I think you're and then if you're like that I mean you can like do certain things that emasculate the guy you're dating or if you're dating a girl, like, if vice versa, you know, even if your partner is a woman, you guys, one of you is going to have more masculine energy. So you don't want to both have the same energy is the point because you're going to clash. Or if you're, like, doing stuff to make them more feminine, like, it it makes, it will make them, I don't it know. It won't be, like, it as attractive be, to Yeah, you. it will, there will be tension, but you won't really know what it is. Yeah, it was very interesting and... I could, like, sit there and read about it all day. I think it's super interesting. And because, like, a lot of time you're dating someone, you're like, I don't know why I'm so annoyed at them, but that's probably the reason. Yeah. Or it could be. I don't know. Well, that's what we have to say for that. But I think you guys, if you guys have a relationship or you're kind of struggling with something you don't know why, I would definitely read into it. Plus, it's just, it's just interesting. I don't know. I think it is, at least. And it was, even if you're not in a relationship, you could look back. I think there was a book called by, um, who's the one that has the TV show? Steve, Steve Harvey. Yeah, act like a lady, think like a man. Oh, I think we read that. Yeah, I read it, and it was it was this was like five years ago, and I wasn't dating anybody, but it was kind of enlightening because I remember he, I remember saying something in the book about how you can't just sit back and wait for wait to, to find someone to date. If you're, these women would go to him and be like, I can't be anybody. I'm like, I have all these qualities. Like, why can't I meet anybody? And he's like, Okay, like, what are you doing? Like, well, and then they're basically not putting themselves out there. And he's like, okay, they're not going to just come up to you. And I were like, it's so stupid. It sounds so dumb. But, like, sometimes you're just not really thinking about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And relationship. those kind of books, I think, are always good to kind of catch up on. 
Okay, so kind of on that topic with talking about relationships, whether it's your friends or someone you're dating, now that it's coming in a fall, I don't want to believe it because I'm like excited for the activities, but I'm like such a summer person that I'm kind of depressed that it's over. But with that being said, um, there's a lot of like fall activities that are super fun and get people like me excited if you're like into summer. But so obviously one that Alexa and I've been really wanting to do is go apple picking and we've been if you haven't been if you haven't been following along which I'm sure a lot of you guys have we've been adopting more of a plant-based diet which I never thought I'd be saying that in a million years but we are and one of the things we've been following is medical medium and so we I love apples anyway but I've been eating them like in Mexico like, I'm not kidding I probably have like five or six apples a day yeah no joke and um I just love them. They're so good. They're really great for your liver. So, like, go look up his page if you want details. And we talked about it in another podcast, actually, the episode mm-hmm. before. But also go to his page if you want to learn more. But anyway, he was saying it's so great to pick, like, obviously things that are in season, like certain kinds of apples. And it's such a fun activity for pictures and just, like, something fun to do with your friends or your boyfriend or girlfriend or something. So, that's like we want to go. That's we number one. If you guys know anywhere in Dallas, let us know. Because we found one place. We found but one, but I don't know if they're like literally open for like everyone else to come. Yeah. So some other things that we saw, we were like googling stuff to do in the fall that seemed really fun are to go to a corn maze. I remember we used to go. Usually they have like pumpkin patches. Yeah. Usually, I mean, we should more go. For little kids. I really want to go to one. They had one. Well, they had one in the winter. It wasn't a corn maze. It was kind of that idea at Enchant. I think it's like Enchant or Enchanted or something like that in Dallas and it was near Globe Life Stadium I mean it was but you guys didn't it was a zoo no we didn't like actually do it we kind of got lost it was like a bunch of like um, Christmas lights Mm -hmm. so it was like a corn maze for winter but um, I I mean honestly I get a little bored I just want to get out and um, but that's like another one another one was a hot air ride balloon I feel like you can do that all year but I guess it's not as hot outside it's fun to do and it's obviously all these are pretty pictures go on a hay ride which I feel like these obviously pumpkin patch is like number one too and a lot of these they have them at the pumpkin patch um tailgate like that's a big thing with fall especially in Texas especially in Texas but anywhere in the south or anywhere really I mean it's finally not I mean not in Texas but a lot of states it's finally cooling down and so it's fun to be outside and like cook barbecue and just like even if you're not a big football person the tailgates are so fun professional high school or college it's fun to do um run a race which again it's cooling off we did that last fall we did a we did a 10k last last fall and it was still hot because we're in texas but it's fun to do as it cools off because at least you're not like sweating bullets um and make make a lot of fall recipes like a lot of stuff involving apples like baked apples are really good pumpkin and then I actually found a recipe on the medical medium page that you can do like caramel apples which I'm definitely going to make um and with dates and different things that make the uh, caramel texture but it's a lot healthier so obviously state fairs are a big thing we're going to go this year and actually stay tuned because we're going to be giving away a bunch of tickets to the state fair of Texas which starts I believe next weekend and so we're going to be giving some away and yeah they have a lot of like really fun foods there that it reminds just reminds you of fall every time it starts and um like candied apples and all that stuff that is of course they have like all the usual state fair stuff but i just a bunch of unhealthy things and um but obviously all the pumpkin stuff carving a pumpkin carving the pumpkin watching making pumpkin and then you go into like halloween 
stage. Oh, yeah. Where it's like all the scary movies, trick-or-treating, oh, and I haven't done costumes. that in years. I haven't dressed up in forever, and I really want to this year. And then, obviously, then you get into Thanksgiving, which is, like, my favorite my holiday. My favorite holiday ever. Um, some other things they said was take a tour of a winery. You'd be surprised. Oh, that'd there's be a, fun. There's a lot of wineries that you don't think of that, are, like, you're not in a, you don't think there's, like, a winery town, but they have different places where they have, like, really good wine and different things like that. So, other things they said was there's lots of fall festivals and there's bonfires which are really fun to do because you can do s'mores and stuff like that so hopefully that gives you guys a good get good inspo to get excited and maybe make a list of your own of things that you want to do and just like google things uh, that are in your area yeah for sure well speaking of lists we have gotten a few requests to do grocery shopping kind of like what we buy and what our tips are and we will be doing a blog post on that when we get around to it but you want to talk about it on here because I think it'd be good to talk about. So we obviously, like Samantha said, we're plant-based right now mostly. And that means we always grocery shopped a lot, but recently we've been buying. We've had to go to the grocery store like all the time because it is, we've been eating, I mean, you can't really stay full from eating fruits and vegetables very often. So we've been eating like every hour basically, just like snacking all day. So we're going to also be doing a YouTube video, hopefully soon, of like what we eat in a day, especially now that we're plant-based. And we kind of started recording some video when we're out of town, just so like if you are traveling, you can see like how you can make it work. But besides that, for grocery shopping, we some of our favorite places to shop are we've been going to Costco a lot, or you can do Sam's Club or any of those um, bulk stores, warehouse stores. I am all about those. I know that some people say there's certain things that are more expensive there, like if you do the math. But we buy. I like Costco because. They have all their organic fruits and produce. I mean, they have both. But. Yeah, but I'm saying if you want, they want to buy it in bulk. Like, we buy all of our apples there, the organic apples. Mangoes. Mango, grapefruit, lemon, organic limes and lemons, grapes, lettuce. Like, we, go, we eat romaine so much. Spinach. Spinach. Like, the spring mix, cucumbers, bell peppers. The spring mix, I will say, like, I've compared going to grocery stores yeah. as tubs Same with it. the romaine. The romaine, too, it's way cheaper. And even if you're buying I don't know. Romaine. I don't know about, like, produce, like, apples and, like, all the fruits. But we found wild blueberries there in the frozen section. We've been buying them, like, at Sprouts. And I don't know if they were cheaper, but we got a much bigger bag. So I was happy about that. They have, I mean, you and they, like, stuff like toilet paper and like house stuff you can also get there i think our parents just bought a washer and dryer at sam's club and it was like a lot less than it was like at one of the uh, retail stores so i think at like lowe's or something so definitely check that kind of stuff out and they have like they have all kinds of stuff there but for groceries we like shopping there they and have tvs are really good there yeah, that's not really gro- i'm just saying yeah. they have affordable things yeah, there. just cost the costco ambassador yeah and they also have like wine and stuff it's like supposed to be a much better they have their own line of wines but also, this is not gross related, but they have a tire, um, some of them have tire at Costco, tire repair or whatever, tire servicing, and we've gotten our tires, we haven't done it recently, but we used to go there, and I think a lot of people do that, so I don't know, off the topic, but besides those big warehouse stores, we love Trader Joe's, it's super affordable, and they have really good stuff, and besides that, there's like well, Aldi. Yeah, there's Aldi, which you'd be surprised. You can find some stuff. Yeah, there. I've been following people on Instagram that post a lot of this plant-based stuff, and they buy a lot of at Aldi, um, a lot of, like, organic stuff or just, like, random, like, tomato sauce and stuff like that that has very simple ingredients. So it's worth checking out. If I think the main you. thing is when you're eating healthy, 
I had nothing against Whole Foods because I'll go into that in a second how you can save money there. But I think people think, oh, okay, I'm eating plant based. I'm gonna be. I'm on a new. I'm turning a new leaf. I'm gonna be healthy. Whole Foods. That's where I have to eat. And honestly, I well, I say I'm not gonna bash them, but I kind of am because. I one thing I am avoiding is canola oil, and I've it's never agreed with me. Yeah, it's always hurt Every my time stomach. I eat something with canola oil, which is pretty much at every restaurant usually, if they're using cheap oil and Whole Foods particularly, they have a sign that says non-GMO canola oil, which I don't care if it's non-GMO or not. Um, it doesn't react well with me. If you go onto some people and they talk about how it affects your body, you'll see why I don't want to eat it, but. I obviously, if I don't know what's on there and if I'm out to eat, chances are it's on there, I still eat it. But a lot of the times, my stomach, if I eat it in large quantities, it does get ups- it does get upset. So I have been avoiding it. And when you go there, most of all the prepared stuff has canola, canola oil. So yes, it's healthy. Whole Foods is healthy. They have a ton of great items. I love it. But I don't agree with some of their practices. And it is super expensive. A lot of the things you compare it's price more, by. Yeah. But with that being said, a positive thing about them is that they do have, they partnered with um, Amazon, and I don't know if it's their own app or not, I got confused, but they do have stuff on Amazon, you can get, I think it's like deals, but they also have an app, and you can check to see, yeah, I think it's a Prime account, you can check, yeah, what it is, is you get it, it's a, I think it's a Whole Foods app, or maybe it's something with Amazon, but if you, it has, it'll tell you every week what their deals are. So there, sometimes it is way cheaper to get at Whole Foods than anywhere else because they're having like a big deal on it. Like this probiotic I take, I really had a deal on it. Like strawberries, I had a deal, stuff like that. So if you think ahead and you're going to go run by there, like definitely take advantage of it. And if you're a Prime member, Amazon Prime, you get sometimes during the week, some of the things are even more discounted because you're Amazon Prime. It will tell you with like different colors. So that's one way. And then going on that, like there's tons of websites you can get coupons off um, or you can earn, earn rewards on. And one of the ones I use, like I posted before, is Drop. So it links up to your credit card. And so you can pick, like, let's say Trader Joe's and like some other place that you shop at a lot that's at one of their retailers. And every time you swipe your card there, and you make a purchase, it will give you points. And then you can use that to redeem gift cards to like Nordstrom or like tons Sephora. Of Sephora, like so many different places that you wouldn't even think of, you can get gift cards to. Um, so I really recommend downloading that. There's a bunch of other websites, like even besides some of the stores, grocery stores have, like I was saying, they have their own app for coupons. And you can just go, if you go in the app store on whatever phone you have and you go to their coupons like their app they chances are they have coupons on there just like they used to have the paper ones if you rather use that you might get those in the mail and different things but some other ones that i haven't tried that actually i want to download on my phone now there's one called keyring and you can keep track of all your loyalty cards on there so like i always get frustrated when i don't that's a good thing to have is those loyalty cards because you could get extra discount and i always lose it i go i go to the check i'm like like, i don't want another shit i don't i don't don't, don't have it so they're usually really nice they give me another one but i do have one of my keys and i get frustrated if i don't have that key with me so this is a good thing you just put it in there you put all the different cards in there and then it keeps track of all of them so it's a great way to save money too this other one i've heard of i don't have pronounce it Ibotta. I B O T T A. Ibotta. It's um, it's a rebate one, so it's not a coupon. But if you share them, you get you earn a certain amount of um percentage of uh like, you earn some money basically. So <clears throat> you don't have to scan anything. You just scan your receipt after your purchase, and then you earn the cash back later. There's some other ones that I recommend you guys check out. It's called Checkout Fifty One. There's a Walmart one. 
There's a one for Target. There's one called Grocery Pal, Receipt Hog, Coupon Sherpa. Some of these I've heard. Shopkick. That's like kind of like drop. And Grocery IQ. There's so many. Like you can Google or try to I used to use these a lot when you were buying like chicken. When we were eating chicken a lot. I would try to see like where it was like on sale or whatever. And Sprout sometimes has a lot of specials. So yeah, like check their websites for like Someone was specials. asking me because I share one of the salsas. Sprouts is like a kind of like a Whole Foods, but it's a lot found a lot in like um, the western part of the United States. I feel like Arizona, New Mexico, Texas. I don't know if they're really prevalent in like East Coast. I don't no. think they are. But it's like a health food store. It's basically it's kind of like a Whole Foods. We buy a lot of our we produce buy a lot of there. stuff there. Our celery. It's we been, basically we we could go to like Costco or Sam's and then Sprouts or, or like Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. That's yeah. like what we do. Sometimes we'll go to Kroger. But some other things that I would say to save money is check around like if you're looking for like let's say like tomatoes like canned something canned don't look like right at eye level because they usually put the most expensive ones there. Like look all up and down, look at the ingredients, make sure it's like what you want in look there. Look at the cost per unit. And look at the cost per ounce, unit or whatever. calculate it yourself. Or just like look all around. Don't just like stare. Like don't just like find the thing you need and like right away buy yeah. that one. Um, and buying like the off brands too. Yeah. Not just the make sure brand. it's the exact same thing and then that's usually, usually it what is. it is. And then obviously things that are cut up, I know it's like way easier if they're cut up, but that's going to be, it's de- it depends if you're trying to save money. If you're trying to save money, Buy, like, the whole cantaloupe, buy the whole watermelon, buy, like, like the carrots and spiralize them yourself. Buy, you know, don't buy cut-up pineapple, like, just cut it yourself. I mean, it depends how worth it is to you. Sometimes things like rice cauliflower, like, I'd much rather buy that. It's a mess. It's easy, but it's a mess, and I don't feel like cleaning it up. I need to clean up my juicer. <laughs> so, no thank you. But some other things that, like, any cut-up and prepared is always going to be way more. Even washed lettuce, like, if it's important to you have it in the bag and washed already, go ahead. But... If you buy the heads of romaine, it's definitely way cheaper, and you can cut it up, eat them as wraps, like different, you can do different things, whereas if it's already cut up, you're spending way more money, and it's, I feel like it expires way quicker, because they've already been washed and cut up, so it depends, you're trying to eat it, like, in the car or something out of the, out of the grocery store, then, yeah, I would say buy it like that, but if you have time to go home and cut it up, I just say use the time to cut it up and save a couple dollars on that, so I think those are our tips if you guys have any yeah. other tips, feel free to share them with us. But there's definitely, I don't believe in the thing saying, yes, healthier is expensive, but I don't, it's your body. And I don't and you're going to pay in the long term yeah, with healthy. medicines. Yeah. So I think after going through all these health issues, I definitely say food is medicine. And it's a very important to buy organic, buy all these things and spend the money on them because it's your temple, your body's your temple. And yeah, you're going to pay for it. And we spent so much money out of pocket trying to fix their health issues rather than just like eating whole f- uh, I mean we already ate healthy but you know what I mean I think it just that's not something you should be cheaper on or try to save money I think you can when you can but that's something you need to invest in so kind of on that topic our favorites this week are going to be our favorite fall foods and I can have like a million because I love Thanksgiving and all that stuff but I'm going to be really cliche <laughs> And share the pump. I love pumpkin spice lattes, but I don't normally order the ones at Starbucks because if you're really health conscious and you care what you're eating, theirs has a lot of chemicals in it, and I'm not I'm not eating that way right now. Plus, I'm not doing a ton of caffeine, so I'm having a lot of decaf if I drink coffee. But we do have a recipe on our blog. If you search uh, pumpkin spice latte, it should come up. If it doesn't, let me know. I'll link it in the pot in the blog post for this podcast. But Basically, we had we I looked online, I found a bunch of recipes, and I kind of made my own. 
and um, it's really easy to make, so there's no excuse if you create one at night. If not, if you do get the Starbucks one, the way I order it um, is I just normally they put four pumps in the drink. I don't know what size it is, but that's like way too sweet for me. I just got a black coffee and I did one pump, uh, one pump of the pumpkin spice, whatever syrup, and that was plenty for me. And I didn't, and I added more cinnamon. I didn't think that we needed to add more than that. I mean, for me at least. But that's my favorite fall food slash drink. So my favorite fall food, especially now, is I love a baked apple, and they're really easy to make. You can Google a bunch of recipes. I mean, I like to keep them like as plain as possible because they're sweet. You don't need to add. I don't add sugar to mine, but if you really want to do that, you could add some honey, like some natural, like some raw honey, or you can use if you want to use sugar. But the way I usually do it is I just like core the apple and. Um, and then you just literally just put it in a baking dish and I put cinnamon, I just put it in the oven at like, I don't know what degrees. Um, I don't, I'm not really, I don't really like methodically plan things out. I just like, okay, 350. So I probably put it like in a baking dish at 350, sprinkle some cinnamon and you could put like some raw honey or other things, sugar if you wanted that. And some people even put like liquor or they put like different things in there. You put like raisins. You can put raisins or, or dates or something like that. And then you just bake it, and it's so good. When it comes out, it's, like, really sweet, and, like, so, like it's more soft. Yeah. Kind of like applesauce, but it tastes really good with the cinnamon. It just, like, smells like fall. But it's yeah. a really good, healthy treat. Yeah, for sure. And I want to make some. Mm-hmm. Well, that is all we have for this week. Stay tuned for more episodes. And if you, haven't had, if you haven't had a chance to listen to our other episodes, you should definitely check them out. Let us know what you think. If you guys have any topic ideas or requests, you can always DM us at our Instagram accounts at alexis.bellbell or at Samantha Bellbell, or you can email us at doubledoseblog at gmail.com. We're always open to requests. And we are also on Spotify, so if that's easier for you guys to listen, you can always listen on there. But we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Happy almost fall, and we will be back soon.